So as you guys can tell, um, Father Kid is not here. He is not present. Um, he is currently just staying super safe for Christmas because he does do that Latin mass. And many of our priests um, in this area cannot do that um, because it takes a very educated, smart, and a lot of practice. I couldn't do it. So instead, we're going to do something a little bit different today. And we are going to do quarantine, but for the ladies. So let's whoop, whoop. roll tape. Welcome back to quarantine. My name is Lauren. And I'm Athena. And today we are going to dive deeper into talking about comparison. Um, that's a really big thing for ladies, especially, um, and just how we can better lift each other up and also how we're made for community. But before we do that, if you have not downloaded the Awaken app, it is super awesome. It's a way that you can um, stay in contact and see things from all of the hosts here. You will not find this in the app store because we are just that cool. So if you follow the link on the screen, that is how you can get into this Awaken app. And it's super awesome. And if you are loving what you hear either here on quarantine or anything coming from Awaken Catholic, you can join Awaken Nation. Um, that is just kind of helping sponsor and fund us. And you can do it for as little as a cup of coffee a week. So if you would like to join Awaken Nation, please go to awakencatholic.org slash donate. And now I want to share with you a really exciting thing. We have a sponsor for quarantine, so cool. which is awesome. Um, and our sponsor is Casa Bea Cleaning Services. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. So today's episode is brought to you by Casa Bea Cleaning Service. Casa Bea is a one-stop shop for all things clean. If you live in the Northwest Ohio area, Casa Bea is the ideal option to keep your residence, commercial, or new construction clean. Casa Bea is also one of the only services in Northwest Ohio that provides deep and professional carpet cleaning. Most importantly, right now during the pandemic, keeping your home and offices clean and COVID-19 free is of the utmost importance and it happens to be a specialty of Casa Bea. That includes doorknobs, light switches, surfaces, ATMs, everything. Get the peace of mind of knowing your home of commercial environment is professionally cleaning, clean by visiting casabeacleaning.info today. So awesome. I need them for my house. They, they need to clean my, my toddler stuff. That would be great. Um, so let's start first with... Um, the fact that we are made for community, mm. because I think especially right now with so so many of us in and out of quarantine um, due to COVID, um, it's it tends to feel really lonely, yeah. um, especially now that like schools, at least in Lucas County, are online. Um, it's really hard because you're not seeing your friends like normal. You're not around people. You're not around community. And I think uh, when we struggle with that, we tend to think ourselves that it's weird. Like we shouldn't struggle with that. This is dumb, but it's actually a beautiful thing that you struggle with that because we're actually made like Christ. God made us so that we could be in community with each other to be in communion right. with each other. Cause if you remember how was Eve created? Do you remember Lauren? How was Eve created? Eve was created from Adam. Yeah. Okay. So like that's a beautiful like love story. It's so great. But it's also important yes. because that shows that we are made to be in communion with 
one another, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is the reason why we have the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church isn't there just so that she can tell us exactly what we're supposed to do and all the things we're not supposed to do and have all these rules and regulations for us. But she's there so that we grow in community. Yeah, That's why it's important to go to church on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. To keep keep holy the Sabbath day. It's not just because like God wants you to go sit in mass for an hour because you you owe that to him. No, yeah. it's because he wants you to not feel alone. Yeah. And that's something that I loved about what came out of this pandemic too, is that the church building itself is not the church, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is the it is a church, like physically. It's beautiful. It's, it's a church. It's beautiful. But one thing that I really learned a lot more was that you and me are the church, and when we couldn't be in church physically that was so much more important to realize Mm -hmm. when we're at home and um, we can't be there. We had to do everything virtually, right? And that's just very important to recognize that the church really is within you and me. And I think for us, we've taken it for for advantage, right? Because here in the U.S., like everyone goes to church on Sundays and that's Mm -hmm. what you do. And when you're not in church, you can be your own person, right? Not true, but that's how we think. But if you remember, um, or if you talk to somebody that's Catholic that grew up, you know, someone in an older generation that grew up in, in their, um, country, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time they don't, they don't get to go practice in a church, right? Like you hear stories about, um, priests that would travel underground and do these secret masses with people. One, not because they had this beautiful church building to go into, but because the people needed to be in communion. They needed to know that they weren't alone, right? And we hear that even in the Bible over and over again, right? You hear just these stories of people that like, oh, they they don't think they can do it because they're by themselves. And then God will like whisper to them like, hey, I'm with you and you're not alone. And look at all these other people that are with you. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like fired up and they're like, yeah, let's go, right? Like, Job, we talked about before, is a perfect example. That dude, like, hides from God. He's like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And then as he, as God keeps showing him that he has all these people that are going to help him and they're going to they're gonna be there with him, and even his enemies are realizing, like, that God is on Job's side, all of a sudden he's ready to go and he's on mm-hmm. fire. And I think it's important for us to remember that, like, when we're struggling right now, that's a good thing because it means that you are doing community well. Right. And that's what we're created for is to do community well. Yeah. So that's that's important to know that that is good. Um, but there is a downside to when we're struggling with this, because I think now more than ever, um, everyone, but especially teens are on social media all the time. All and you guys all the time. You guys are growing, like, you're growing up in a different generation. I didn't have, like, a cell phone that you could get on stuff. We had MySpace, AIM, right? Like, oh, yeah. dial-up internet that you have to, like, <laughs> listen to to make sure it connects. So we didn't have this, like, instant connection with people over social media. And it can be really, really beautiful. It can be a really awesome thing. But I think for us ladies, um, sometimes it tends to get ugly. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that, like, there's mean comments sent back and forth, which happens. It doesn't mean... Um, that like you're feeling left out because your friends are posting pictures, which happens. But I'm talking inside, it gets ugly up in here Mm -hmm. because we tend to look at other people's pictures, right? Their Instagram stories. 
And we tend to think that their life is better than ours for whatever reason. They're prettier than us. They're more fit than us. Um, They're richer than us. For me, I know I look at pictures and I'm like, what the heck? Like, how does that mom keep her house so clean? Like, I want her secrets, right? And then... And then sometimes it's a simple comment like that, but then it spirals into like, I must not be a good mom because I can't do that. And I know that happens with teenage girls that we look at things and we're like, absolutely, I must not be as valuable or as worthy as that person is because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so damaging to us because I always think of it. All right. So if you watched our episode about... um resolutions, you found out that I almost majored in art. Okay. That was like almost a dual major. So for me, art is, um, a really neat way to express myself. So I like to use this analogy when I'm thinking of God. Okay. So I like to think of my most prized possession in art. You guys can laugh. It's okay. But it's a self-portrait that I had to do. I don't like to paint people. It was very uncomfortable. I was a senior in high school. It had to be a self-portrait of yourself but in some way you had to reflect who you are on the inside. Um, mm, so I was super goofy. So I did a self-portrait of me with a clown nose and there's like clown paint behind it. Like <laughs> it took a long time. Um, I hated the process at times, but in the end I have nowhere to hang this thing and it's still in my house because I'm really proud of what happened. So I always think of it as like, okay, I put that painting up on a wall. And someone walks up to that painting and they're like, ew, that's so crappy and points out all the imperfections. I wouldn't feel very good, right? Like I would be like, what Mm -hmm. the heck? I just spent so much time on that. So I think of it in that way and it might be kind of goofy and maybe you have a different way that, that works for you. But I think of God in that way, that he's this artist and as women, right, as ladies, young ladies, especially as we're growing and maturing and you know, like our emotions are everywhere. When we look in the mirror, we tend to pick out, instead of looking at the things that are good, the things that we like about ourselves, we tend to pick out all the things that we can't stand, whatever it is, right? Maybe you you have curly hair like me and you woke up with an afro one day. Maybe it's that you're breaking out really bad and your best friend doesn't break out and you're really jealous of that, whatever it is. Do you realize that when you're looking in the mirror, and trust me, I struggle with this too. It's something that doesn't go away. But when you're looking in the mirror and you're picking out all of the things that are negative about you, every imperfection that you hate, you're basically telling God that he created trash. Mm -hmm. And I think to me, like hearing that to me opens my eyes because I'm like, oh, I would hate if someone said that about my artwork, right? Yeah. Like, even if they didn't like it, I would hope that they would lie and be like, that's beautiful when yeah. they knew I spent time on that. And here God created you. Um, we've talked about this a lot. And Lauren says it a lot that you're created for a special purpose. So God created you for a special purpose. And you're basically telling him what he created is garbage. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. To me, that that brings it home to me a little bit. Yeah, that's an awesome comparison. Um I just think, too, that with comparison, if you've ever, okay, so say there's a popular girl in school or the most popular girl in your class in, um, say, a sports team, whatever. If you start to get to know them more or you start to know their friends or anything like that, you will find out that the image that they are portraying to you 
um, the perfect image, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Um, it's not real. It's not perfect. They aren't perfect. Um, even though it looks like that, and that's, it's so hard, and it hurts me to, like, say this and to think that we all have done this, is that, um, you know, like, they, we just, none of us are perfect, and we never will be, um, and it's just so, it's so hard to stay in that mindset because we always just think that there's something more and then there's something better that we can be. Yeah. And it, I think this is one reason why I really like TikTok. Okay. <laughs> Quarantine. I've been introduced to TikTok. I don't make them. Oh, My teens will tell you otherwise, but I don't make them. I have none. But I do watch them a lot. And I think the reason I like it so much is because it's real. It's so different than Instagram. And you even mm-hmm. see, like, for example, there's a mom on there and she cracks me up that she goes around and she takes videos of her like trashed home. And she's like, so what you see on Instagram is not my real life. Here's how it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Or she'll do like behind the scenes of an Instagram post. And she's literally clearing clutter out from from the picture so that her house looks pristine to post it. Right. And I think, um, you know, growing like I know that from older women, I've heard I've heard different things of like, well, if someone's going to go live on Facebook, they should really clean their house first or they should wear nicer clothes. Right. Okay, if you see me go live on Facebook, a lot of time I look like a zombie because I I, I grew up different. Life. I grew up different. I just did. Um, but like when we do those things and make those comments and and compare ourselves, I just feel like we're taking away so much joy that can be there. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't mean that we can't look at someone else at their at their abilities and their creativeness and and their beauty and admire that right like there's nothing wrong with saying like Lauren your hair looks so pretty today the difference is when you look at Lauren and say Lauren your hair looks so pretty today I hate my hair I wish it was like yours yeah okay one that's no longer a compliment you've made it about yourself Mm -hmm. okay and as women we need to learn how to lift each other up and two that is so uncommon have you ever been on like that side receiving that kind of compliment Mm -hmm. I never know what to say like, do you say thank you? Is that rude then to say? Because the person right. is like talking bad about themselves. Yeah. Do you lift them up? I don't know. Yeah. No, I know. And the okay, so the thing is with comparison is that it's never ending. Like you could constantly always try to find something um, on, you know, with I could always find something that I like about Athena or that I like about a best friend or just literally anyone that comes to your life, you can always find something to belittle yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's just never ending. So you have to learn how to nip it in the bud, like right as you start to think about it. And as those thoughts start to come into your head, because otherwise you're just going to get so caught up in it and you're just going to always hate the way you look and always hate the way that you were created and the Mm -hmm. way that you were made. And I think it's important too, to remember that like, Sometimes the things we hate, because we're our hardest critics. So sometimes the things that we hate, that we can't stand, other people are like, wow. Like they're doing the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, I love that you have naturally curly hair. I wish that I woke up with that kind of volume, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so even the stuff that we absolutely hate that we're like, oh, I wish God wouldn't have done this. And I wish I would have been, you know, I look different, right? Mm -hmm. Um someone else is looking at you saying like, oh my gosh, 
I wish I was like that. So I think it's important to remember that even those things that you hate, someone else loves, right? Like there's things that I can't stand about myself that when I start complaining, my husband looks at me and goes, no, I love that. I think it's hilarious. Or I love that. Mm-hmm. that I, that's my favorite hairstyle you have, right? <laughs> I, yeah, like it's weird things that I'm like, yeah. what? Okay. But there's always somebody out there that's comparing themselves to you too. And sometimes mm-hmm. it is that most popular girl in school. Sometimes they're looking at you and they're like, what is like, what does that person have yeah. about them that I want? Right. Which I think is so interesting because you think so highly of her. And then really like she just is putting on that facade just because she feels that's what she needs to do and to like, I don't know, make herself feel better and um, to fill that position almost that like popular position. Yeah. When in reality she doesn't really want to hold that high standard and she's looking at you and be like, I wish I had that life actually. Cause maybe her parents are really hard on her and they want her to just always strive and do mm-hmm. as best as she possibly can. So she always has that um, look and um, she just carries that with her, you know, but she really wants less pressure. And so she'd rather have what you have. And that's when a lot of, that's when we really start to take things for granted Mm-hmm. In our life. And perfection here on earth can't happen. It can't right. happen, right? Literally like none of us happen. can't be perfect here on this no. on this earth. So just don't try. So <laughs> it's a lot of pressure to put that on you, yeah. right? Whether it be grades, whether it be like what you look like every day, whatever it is. Um, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. And it's hard. It makes life hard. Mm-hmm. So my biggest advice that I give teenage girls is to be real to be real with yourself, to be real with others. Maybe that means you're like me and you start going to school and your mom hates it, but you go to school in sweatpants and a sweatshirt every single day with your hair in a messy bun with no makeup. I remember my mom would constantly, it wasn't until senior year, I think I started dressing up. My mom would constantly be like, that's what you're going to wear. Do you want to wear something else? And I was like, no, this is what I'm wearing because I was comfortable. That was me. That was real. If you came to my house, that is what I was wearing. Now, back then it was like, you had the shorts and then you rolled your sweatpants and you had your sweatpants. I don't, <laughs> I would never do it now, but that was the trend. Um, and it did look a hot mess, but that was me. That was a hundred percent real. Me showing up to school every day with my hair done, with my makeup done, with my heel. I still can't wear heels cause I fall over wearing heels, wearing like, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not what I was like. Like I wore boy shorts and big t-shirts. I remember painting our senior yeah. rock like that. And all my friends were like, you're going to go to school in like your brother's shorts and that t-shirt and I was like yeah and there's pictures where they're like not standing with me because they're a little embarrassed and I'm like rubbing paint on their faces because I think it's funny um so one just be real so if you you know if you right now are in high school and you have like some sort of persona that you've put on that is not true to you change it I don't care if you're the most popular person in school I don't care if you're the nerdiest quietest person if you are pretending to be someone that you're not be real, Mm -hmm. starting with yourself. And sometimes that's really hard, but start looking at the mirror. And we've talked about these before, and I know they can be awkward, but start start doing affirmations, right? So if you look in the mirror and you're like, I wish I had blue eyes. Okay. You better find three things that you like about yourself. That's my rule. If I say anything negative about myself, I force myself to stand in that mirror and say three things that I like about myself. They don't have to be all on the outside, but three things. And that's for every single um, comment that I make about myself because I've learned 
I start to run out of things that I like that I can pick up really quick. Mm -hmm. So I stop saying negative things because I can't say three every single time as I'm trying to learn to love myself more. Smart. Yeah. This, I just thought of something else. This seeps into dating too. And, um, when I think of the dating world, (laughs) I think of profile pictures and people on, um, Instagram, um, dating just any dating app like you don't want okay so if you get situated for this (laughs) this is gonna be intense i can tell if you are um on social media on a dating app and you're looking to be with someone um even if you're not on any of that and you're just looking to be with someone in general like you don't want to have that profile picture so edited and doesn't even look like you you have so much makeup on Mm -hmm. you just it literally just does not look like you you don't want to go on this date and um this person think you're think you look like one person think you act like one thing and then you go on the date and you're completely different yeah um I yeah like that's just that's that's tough (laughs) Well, and I've seen, so like if you, MySpace is not a thing anymore, but if you were to go back onto MySpace and Mm -hmm. see, or even my Facebook when I was in high school and see the photos that I posted when I was in high school versus the photos that people post nowadays, holy moly, like I looked a hot mess. We were making faces. None of it's edited. It's from cameras. So it has like the little words and the date at the bottom, right? Like it's not (laughs) great. Okay. Coloring's off, whatever. I've watched high school girls try and take a picture with their friends and they take, I'm not kidding, 17 photos and they don't like any of them because there's something in each one. My head's tilted weird. I don't like my hair here. My smile's weird. My eyes a little bit closed. And it's ridiculous because I'm like, girl, did you see me in high school? One, Mm -hmm. I was like awkward looking and two, like what? And then they take forever. And I watch them like when they finally choose their photo, they get so excited. And then it takes them forever to pick which filter they're putting on it so that it looks mm-hmm. perfect. And like, I don't know. Sometimes I use filters. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, I've done too. But like never to make myself look better. It's more because I like the colors in it. Like I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do that. It's not to like make sure that you can't see the pimple that's on my face, right? No, you'll see that no matter what. Because if you see me in person, I can't, I don't know how to do makeup, so I can't cover that up. So it's there. Um, <laughs> it's this, like, I don't, to me, it's just heartbreaking because these are girls that I see and I see their beauty and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are so awesome. But all they can see is the stuff they don't like and the imperfections that they have. Um, and I think it's important to know that every single person on this earth has imperfections Mm -hmm. all of us Lauren and I included and life sucks when you dwell on those life sucks when we look in the mirror and we only dwell on the things that we don't like about ourselves your life is not going to be fun because then you're not comfortable in your own skin and then that carries into friendships yeah you start to put on that persona that fake I don't know how to be myself. So what makes me kind of cool or what makes me fit in? Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't want friends like that. You don't want a relationship like that. You don't want to be with people that accept you for being a fake person. Um, You want to be with people that accept you for who you are, all your imperfections included. 
Um, and it doesn't mean that you have to look in the mirror and be like, okay, I love my whole entire self and there's nothing wrong with me. Cause that's not true. We need to be real. Um, and it also doesn't mean that you can't work on those imperfections. If there are mm-hmm. things you can improve, go for it, girl, go and work on those, pray more, um, you know, stop procrastinating, whatever it is. But if it's like your looks and there's nothing like I, I have a large nose. Okay. I've always had one. It's crooked. That's actually where I, why I wear my glasses a lot because they actually sit really well. I've never broken my nose. I was just born with like a, a lump. It's a little crooked, right? Growing up, I hated it. I hated it. Not once did I think though, I'm going to get a nose job, right? And I have heard teenage girls say like, well, I can fix that later on. Okay. We oh. need to start learning ooh, to love yourselves no matter how you look, right? You embrace it. If I didn't have this, I couldn't wear these big glasses because they'd fall down my nose, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a perfect, it's like God knew that like someday down the line, the style would be that I want big glasses. So he was like, here's here's a little bridge so that they don't fall, right? Sometimes it's goofy stuff like that, but that that helped me accept and love that my nose is a little bit crooked and off and that's fine. Yeah. Like you were created this way. You were created to look the way that you do. Um, we weren't created to get nose jobs or to have, I don't know, plastic surgery, like just so many random things, liposuction, like, I don't know. There's just so many things that are in this world that weren't meant to be. And like God created you this way to look this way. We're all different for that reason if we were all the same, that would be the worst thing ever because life would, would be, be so boring. No excitement ever. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, right. I'm looking at myself everywhere I go. Like, and if we're all created like me, there would be no beautiful music on this earth. <laughs> there would be nothing. Like, how boring would that be? It's, yeah. It's I, true. I, I agree with that for me. Like, I, also, I can't sing, right? Time, like, so. that's, and to me, like, it took a while for me to realize that when I saw my friends singing and they had these beautiful voices, it took a while for me to change my mindset into, um, or from, I wish I had that to, wow, she's really gifted, right? It took a long time. It took years for me to change that. Now I'm very, you can ask my teens, they get annoyed because I'm very open about the fact that like, I can't sing. I will sing my heart out. You don't want to put a microphone in front of me while I'm doing it. Right. Because it's not my talent. Um, but just remember that like you do have gifts and talents and you're created for something so special and you are created for for or the way you are for a reason. We might not understand what that reason is. Um, and please, please know. Even if you are like a heavier girl, because this breaks my heart. I had a friend in high school. I seriously thought she was the prettiest person I've ever met. And all she could ever do was talk down about herself because she was a lot bigger than most girls. And it broke my heart. If you are a bigger girl, that does not make you ugly, okay? That did not change Mm -hmm. who you are inside. I promise you someone is looking around at you going like, wow, I wish that I had her energy. I wish that I had her hair. I wish whatever it is, okay? I promise someone's looking at you and they want to be you too, even if you don't see it. And the thing with wishing is that you're just gonna keep wishing. It's, you're still going to be you at the end of the day. It's not going to change. So why wish your life away? This body is the one that you're given, right? This mind is the one that you were given. So now it's your job to live with it in a really healthy and loving way. 
and not in a critical, harsh, judgmental way. And that means that you have to remember that your body and your mind reflect what you're going through in life. And everybody goes through something different. And that's why we're all so different. So you have to go easy on yourselves, especially mm-hmm. in high school. And even, Especially in high school. And even though you are not perfect, we aren't perfect, we are called to love our perfect imperfections. And lift each other up. Lift each other up. Stop yelling at each other and calling each other out on just stupid stuff and lift each other up and love each other well because the world already does that for us. All we need to do is love each other and be there to support one another, right? And then the world's not so ugly and crazy. It gets a little bit easier when you know that you have your girlfriends to back you up versus fighting those fights by yourself. Absolutely. Amen. Awesome. Well, welcome to probably our one and only quarantine for ladies, unless for some reason Father Kid skips out on us again. Um, but thank you for tuning in and joining us. Um, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's kind of it nice to have time. girl power here. Um, so tune in next week and hopefully we'll see Father Kid back. See you guys. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.